Welcome to AmiSites, a podcast that offers you access to thought leaders who can help you expand your entrepreneurial toolbox. Learn from seasoned entrepreneurs who have already walked in your shoes and can help you with your day-to-day business decisions. With your host, Ami Kassar. Ami is the founder and CEO of Multifunding, an advisory company that helps you grow and stay in control of your business. Welcome to our new edition of Army Sites, and I'm thrilled to have today my friend Rich Trotter on the own. Rich Trotter is the owner of a fascinating Philadelphia legend company called Rosati Ice, which he'll tell us all about. Today, we're going to talk about how what he learned at West Point has influenced his career building Rosati. Rich, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ami. Rich, why don't we start? For the record, Rich is a dear friend. He's a great human being, fascinating person. But let's take a step back, Rich, and why don't we tell everyone a little bit about the history of Rosati and what it is. Yeah, thanks, Ami. Rosati is the America's first and the world's best Italian ice company. We started in 1912 with Sam Rosati. And uh, 25 years ago, I bought the business and have had it ever since. And uh, we're, our focus is 70% of our business is K-12 schools. The rest of it is traditional ice cream where you would expect to see Italian ices uh, sold through ice cream distributors around the country. It's delicious. It's, it's rich. The world's best. The world's best, no doubt about it. You've been doing this for 25 years. Share with everybody what you did before Rosati. Well, uh, before Rosati, I'm uh, fourth generation soft pretzel. Again, another iconic Philadelphia item. And uh, I'm the oldest of 13 children. I like to let people know that I'm a natural born leader. And uh, uh, when I graduated from high school, I had the distinct honor of uh, being accepted into the United States Military Academy, West Point. And graduate there from the class of 1977 and uh, was vice president of the class for 45 years. What did you do after West Point? Uh, after I graduated from West Point, I served five years in the service uh, as an artillery officer, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Uh, met my wife, Debbie, there. Uh, we got married, been married for 41 years. We have three great kids, seven wonderful grand, uh, grandchildren. And uh, uh, after I got out of the service, uh, we moved to Tulsa. Uh, I was involved in a few different jobs, just sort of finding myself. Uh, and then my dad invited me to come work for him when he opened up the soft pretzel business in 1989. In 1996, my dad's company was bought out by J&J Snack Food out of Pensacola, New Jersey. And a customer of ours was uh, Rosati Ice, owned by Jim and Rosemary Salomone. I went and visited with them and asked if they would consider me buying the company. They were in their, what I considered at that time, uh, an advanced stage of 61. And uh, they, they thought that, that it was a good time to sell the business. And, and I've been blessed with it ever since. Rich, thank you for your service. Thank you. It's, it's a privilege. All right, my friend. So let's dig in. Building this company, water ice, selling the schools, Things are going great, and COVID hits. Want to talk about it or not? Sure. It was the most difficult event in, in my business life. When COVID hit, again, as I mentioned, 70% of our sales were K-12 schools. 
it was a pandemic. You know, when I when we bought the business, uh, when I bought the business back in '97, the the model was you know you make a gob of money in the summer, you lose a gob of money in the winter. If the gob in the summer was bigger than the gob in the winter, you had a good year. And I was never comfortable with that model. And that's why we pursued building the business through K through 12 schools, because that was a steady, it was a constant, unless of course a pandemic hits. When the pandemic hit, it dropped our revenue by more than 50%, put us in a, a Carlos position on paper. The company was became bankrupt fairly quickly. And um, if it wasn't for the help of uh, friends from my my peer group, uh, Vistage, uh, and individuals like yourself getting great counsel. Uh, I'm not sure that we would have made it on the one hand. On the other hand, the other component of us being able to make it through the t- uh, through a tough stretch were, were the folks that work at Rosati. I'm responsible for the economic livelihoods of 25 families. The darkest day of, of that period was December 20th. Uh, right prior to meeting with the bank to, uh, to basically ask them not to foreclose on us, uh, I laid all of us off. It was a very tough day. What was unique about it, though, was the next day half the people showed back up. They knew that if they stayed away, that business most certainly would not stay in business. And they did whatever they, they felt that they needed to to, to help keep us afloat. And uh, f- to them, I'll be forever indebted. It's a fascinating story, folks, and I want to dig into this a little bit and talk about learning and, and all that, because we talk a lot about companies and culture and everything. And I helped Rich. I tried as best as I could to counsel Rich through, or be one of the people counseling Rich for all this. People just let people go like fly. Rich struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled with the idea of letting anybody go. When he had no choice but to do it, he let everyone go, including himself. And the next day, half of them showed back up to work without pay. Rich, what does it say about you? What it says is I'm blessed with an incredible group of people. They like what they do, and they like each other. They... They, they truly identify being part of the, the world's best Italian ice company. You know, with regards to me, I know that they know that I put them ahead of me. I tell them often, you know, if I take care of them, that's the best assurance that if I, so long as I have the right people, they'll take care of me. And that's exactly what happened through COVID. Learned at West Point. I'm a 1977 graduate from West Point and one of the first on, on the first day there plastered all over the academy to drill into us was uh, the slogan the motto mission first people always and at first you it seemed a little disjointed but the mission here with regard to the company was was to stay in business and if i kept my focus on my people uh, to help keep us in business, then that would give us the best odds of doing so. And, and that's what happened. And to this day, where a lot of people have struggled getting employees back to their companies, and I feel badly for them because there's a lot of different circumstances that happened that allowed that. God blessed me with the type of person, with the type of people, group of people that would, they just never left. They stayed there. And I don't 
overpay. You know, we you know, every I pay the best that I possibly can with my people, and I'm thankful that they've accepted that. And then my commitment to them is, as the business thrives, I want them never to regret that they stuck stuck through the tough times with us. I think there's incredible lessons in this for so many people as you think about your culture and your people. For Rich, feels an inordinate responsibility to his people. And sometimes, as I was helping him through, say, Rich, you've got this company to survive. You've got to make it survive. You've got to let some of these people go. To him, people were tied to the company in, in, a, in a huge way. Is that a fair statement, Rich? It's a true statement. You know, at the one at the core of, of everything that we do, you know, we repeat the mantra, do the right thing the right way for the right reason. And where it's most difficult is when when it when something like that's tested under a, a very difficult situation like this was. And all of us tried to, to do the right thing the right way for the right reason. And as a result, we're coming out of COVID now uh the schools are back in uh we've got a big hole to climb out of but everybody just rolled up their sleeves and and by week month by month we you know we're we're getting closer to where we were before covid and uh we're going to bust through that before and we're going to achieve top line and bottom line results that the company's never seen and we're going to do it in short order not because of me but because of the people that i have what else did you learn during COVID, my friend? Never quit. I have a great trust in the Lord. There, there were at least a half a dozen moments that I could point to that if something else totally outside of my control and really outside of anybody's control didn't happen, that the company would have closed its stores. You know, almost all those decisions revolved around cash or the ability to secure supplies without cash. All I did was pray on it and then make sure that I showed up and asked my people to show up the next day and trust that, that something good would happen. And it never happened the way it, you, know, you anticipated it happening, but everything ended up working out. And what I learned was that company success, long-term, short-term, isn't solely on myself, not even just a little bit. It's, it's the collection of efforts of everybody on the team and and my decision to trust my people to make the best decisions that they can make in the in the spheres of influence that they have in the company and as a result they've grown in confidence there's a, a growth and trust and i i dare say a love and respect uh, amongst us that's that's a lot greater today than it was three years ago you know i remember in my first startup which never got off the ground. And I struggled and struggled and struggled. And a mentor of mine said to me, building a company is like walking on a tightrope. And there's going to be ups and downs. And every once in a while, you're going to feel like you're falling off. And all you've got to do is with muster all your strength and regain your balance and keep going. And I think that there's truth to that. And along all of our journeys, sometimes created by episodes out of our control like COVID, and maybe sometimes created by mistakes that we make. 
there will be times where you're feeling like you're falling off of that tightrope. And all you can do is muster all your strength and bring up your balance and get yourself up and running and going again. And that's what you did, Rich. This wasn't a startup thing for you. This was much later on in the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the extra challenge for me was I inherited a legacy company. And for the sake of my people and for the community, I, I did not want that legacy company to go out of business on my watch. And we do make the best Italian ice in the world. And it would have been a, a tremendous shame if, if the worst case scenario had taken place and, and then Rosati would just be a distant memory for a lot of people. Again, because of the great efforts of my people and then the folks that supported me, the, the great consults, including yourself. You know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. I'll be forever grateful for that. And, and I would be remiss if I, if I didn't also put a heavy accent on my family, especially my wife, Debbie. For a lot of folks who went through a lot of challenges, they had no safe space. They, they, they work with, it was, was, uh, was a, a disaster area. And when they came home, there was no relief there. But that wasn't the case for me. My wife was the support that she gave me, the, uh, the space that she gave me was off the charts, uh, phenomenal. Uh, and it, it allowed me to catch my breath when, when I did come home. And, and she allowed me to stay completely focused on, on the business. And when it came to the family, uh, she, all she wanted me to do was enjoy it, enjoy my kids, enjoy my grandkids. And they, they provided a great respite for me as I struggled uh, over the last three years. And, and I would be remiss if, if, you know, if I didn't mention uh, my wife's support because it was, it was off the charts great. Amazing. And we always forget about our spouses, right? And the, and the, ride, the rides that go on with us through the ups and the downs. So. Yeah, yeah. That's Did you learn anything about your accounting systems and finance systems and all that through all this? <laughs> well, yeah. Now I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. I've I've gotten great again, great counsel from from folks. Uh, you know, for me presently, whether it's right or wrong, for the last year or so, my my focus is is on cash flow right now to make sure that I. I generate positive cash flow and we're beginning to do that. And as we generate the positive cash flow, it allows me to make smarter decisions that that have a more positive impact on the bottom line, you know, on the balance sheet. You know, so I mean, you know, we we can drill down and get into the weeds a little bit with that if you'd like, but that's 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 the net net for me. I track my cash on a daily basis. I wake up between five and five thirty in the morning. Six o'clock, my bookkeeper is in the office and I start getting the reports from the prior day. I log them in personally myself because when you log them in yourself, what I found for myself is that you got your hands wrapped around, around your numbers on a daily basis. And if something comes up that doesn't look right, it can be addressed immediately. And, and, and I travel a lot. I'm, I'm the face of the company. I've been gone for three months. Uh, reconnecting with customers that I haven't seen in three years, but I really haven't missed a beat in terms of the operations uh, because, because of the, the gifted people that I have back at the plant. 
I think that there's two just things for people to think about. Managing cash is exceedingly important all the time, but when things get tight, managing cash is beyond important. And then also making sure you've got the right people around you to help you set up the processes so you can manage the cash properly. That's correct. Well, I just want to mention too, and this is um, tip of the hat to you, Ami. I, uh, Ami, not, a, not about me, Rich. Nothing. Well, well, it, you you recommended Linda Bradbury to me, and Linda is a phenomenal consult. She joined us at at the depths of the company's situation, and every week, many times on a daily basis, many weeks on a daily basis, but at least once or twice a week for an hour and a half to two hours, we visit with our leadership team. And her counsel is, again, great. She's the she's a CEO whisperer to me, and, and I've never had better counsel in the 25 years as I had with her. It's, it's important. You know, this is uh, an acknowledgement to be a member of a if possible, a peer group, CEO peer group. But, you know, as, as the owner of a small business, a lot of times we tend to feel like lone wolves and you, you really don't have anybody uh, to go talk to, to bounce ideas off of. So is this a right idea? Is this a wrong idea? Am I goofy? You know, that, that type of thing to, to think this way. When I joined my CEO peer group about seven years ago, it was an enlightenment. I learned so much more than anything. It was, uh, therapy, mental therapy. Uh, for one day a month, you get to sit and listen, not, not to have other people just listen to your challenges, but you get to listen and process their challenges and receive their counsel. And, and I found that brotherhood, sisterhood to be immensely helpful during a tough time. And then, and also when times are good, you have folks that genuinely can celebrate with you because they've been there and done that. So, Rich, people outside of Philadelphia want some Rosati ice. Can they find it? Yeah, they can. Uh, you, you, go, you just email me, richtrotter at iCloud.com, and, uh, and I'll be more than happy to direct you to our nearest distributor or store uh, that, that we service. So. I've been traveling around the country the last three months. Yesterday, I was in, uh, oh, last, this week, I've been in El Paso and Lubbock, currently in Tennessee, and had the great opportunity to meet with a supermarket chain that uh, whose constituents, whose consumers can't even spell the words Italian ice, let alone, let alone what it is, but, but they, sure know, they sure know good product when they buy it. You know, one of the things that we've benefited from as a company is not putting so much emphasis on the term Italian ice. We just call it Rosati ice, but we're a dairy, nut, and gluten-free frozen dessert item. And that seems to resonate with a ton of people. So we're a complement to, to any line of ice cream that on the supermarket shelves or, or with any distributor. And, and I'd welcome anybody that, that thinks they, they could use an item just like that to give me a shout, and I'd be happy to talk with them. Rich. Thank you so much for your time. The website is www.rosatiice.com, correct? That's it. And one more question. What's your favorite flavor? Chocolate. 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 Okay. I don't have to think about that one. Thank you so much, Rich. God bless on the road. Travel safely. God bless you. Thank you for all you've done. 
Yes, yes. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Omnisites. Since 2010, multifunding has helped businesses achieve their biggest growth goals through creative and personalized funding solutions, working with a network of the nation's top lenders. Visit us at multifunding.com where you can meet our advisory team and learn more about how we help entrepreneurs fund their future.